head to SEN underscore track on Twitter or text us on 0499 736 736. Live across Australia on SEN track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall. Good morning, Gareth Hall with you. Uh, great to be with you on this Saturday morning. This is Winners. It's a big good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. This is Winners. It's the only really way to start your punting day. We'll cover off on the Valley Rose Hill today. Mickey Gaddon joins me for the first hour. A couple of special guests in that first hour, including the captain of SEN track, the heart and soul. David Taggart, Mitchy Lewis will join us towards the back end of the hour. We'll go through some stats, track conditions. We'll find you a few winners. We'll hear from some of the major players as well in this first hour. Then after 10 o'clock, we'll catch up with Shane Curlio to preview the meeting, of course, in Brisbane today at Eagle Farm. Hope he was in sensational form for us last week, making his debut on SEN Track Hill Preview. Behemoth Stakes Day there at Morpherville and also Terry Layton to take a close look at that Belmont meeting. And we'll catch up with Darren Carroll for some trots tips. We'll find you a few winners in the dogs as well. And then race card after 11. Of course, winners brought to you by Picklebet and Kilmore Toyota on this Saturday morning. Send in your text messages, 0499 736 736, 0499 736 736. Some terrific prizes to give away. A Signet Boost Power Bank to the value of around $45 and 18 holes Plus a cart. Tags would need a cart at the Mandalay Golf Course. Let's welcome in the team, the captain of SEN Track, the six-timer, six-time winning Group 1 jockey, the man who tips winners for fun, David Taggart. Hello to you, Tags. Good morning, Gareth. Pleasure to be here, mate. And uh, how's the week been for you? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I've had to work a couple of your shifts on um, afternoons Not on Monday and shifts, Tuesday. Mate. Well, someone's shifts anyway. When was the last time you saw me working on a Monday or a Tuesday? Oh, I don't so know. That's not my shift, buddy. Yeah, that's a good point you're making. Yeah, Mickey Gaddon joins us from the great tip-off. Hello to you, Mickey. Good morning, G. Morning, Tags. What a cracking day of racing it is, especially up in Sydney, mate. I uh, can't wait to get stuck into that meeting. A couple of points to debate or have a chat to about the, this morning. I don't know if you heard the conversation Tags and I were having off air. Got a new team, Lincoln. Lincoln's just starting his paddling Stinking career. Lincoln, winners. yeah. You got to, we're going to be right on that. I don't know if they heard us talking about the Chris Waller situation today. I made a little bit of fun of it in our promotional video because all week, um, or the last couple of days anyway, Chris Waller, I think Chris Waller does a wonderful job putting out some social media content, some information for us, for us punters anyway, on a Friday or a Thursday. And I was at a function last night for SEN and they asked me for a couple of winners and I said, Best bet of the day, extremely lucky. Our man Shane Curlio says it could be the fight of the spring. Trial the house down. It's got group one type of data. It can produce some sizzling times. Wallace says he's scratching the other one. Mac is going to be riding um, extremely lucky. I know that he'll probably have to come from the back of the field, but he'll go whooshka down the outside and away you go. Get on now because Alenti is probably going to be scratched and um, you don't want to. You might get a better price on a Friday night instead of a Saturday. Anyway, I wake up this morning, Tags, and like I know you like to check your scratchings nice and early. Now well. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Alenti comes out. Alentius is into that. Uh, yeah. Is it Alentia or Alentia? Whatever the hell you ever No, no, no. Alentia. Yeah, Alentia. So I'm Alentia. taking Exolitas in today. Yes, that's what, yeah, because, yeah. 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 Uh, Exolita, Tags made it um, his best there last week and she was scratched, but I'm trying to tell this story, Tags. <laughs> so Alentia is in and extremely lucky is out. He done the throw off. Yeah, 
There might be something wrong with extremely lucky. We don't know. Power. Try to get in contact with the camp. It's difficult, but um, there you go. So are you tipping, you have to tip her now. My notes for that race was whatever Jay Mack writes, because he was booked for both of them, Correct. right? So you knew one was going to be scratched. Yeah. And I wasn't un, under, I wasn't aware of, of uh, what Chris Waller had already stated during the week about extremely lucky and Alentian, but whatever he was sitting on was going to win. Yeah. What did you make of that, Mickey G? Yeah, it's just peak Waller. Welcome to Sydney Racing. That's what we get a, get a lot of that up here, and you often find a lot of his outsiders getting the job done as well. But uh, Alendia looks the good thing of the day up here now. It's a small field, and she's the class horse in the race. Gee, and I can like Waller does a really good job with that. Um, I think he's some of the information that he provides us punters is terrific. There with that social media post that he does with Charlie and the team. Um, but it is a little bit frustrating when they kept both those horses in for so long and then indicated that Alenti will be coming out. And we wake up this morning and we've tipped everybody like extremely lucky we'll be winning and now he's out. It's like, it's the great game. And as someone said to me, they sent a few text messages in, it's Chris Waller's world and we're just living in it at the moment. <laughs> like, Correct. <laughs> yes. Um, Mooney Valley today tags. My mail is, and I've had a few phone calls from participants over the last 24 hours, mm -hmm. they say, Gareth, we've walked the track. We've had our track specialist walk the track. And this is a, a complete and utter disaster, basically, they're telling me. Uh, I've just come down from the odds couple straight away, Scoob, and I said, how do we trust the track? Well, you can't. How do you trust it? Like, I have not had one bet at the at Mooney Valley at the moment. Um, we, we did say we'd have to watch the first three or four races. Now, the track manager, the assistant track manager, we... Uh, he was on your show? Correct. And I've never heard this in my life. He goes, oh, the, where they raced last week was uh, two weeks ago, five metres out. Now the yeah. comp compacted ground, that's probably where the best going is going to be. All my career was always race on the fresh stuff, which is... It's a massive concern because all we want in racing is a fair playing field. Correct. And I asked the question before that first meeting back from such a long layoff the mm. other day. Why was the rail out five That's metres? all throughout our broadcast yeah. on Saturday. Why? Why wasn't in the true out five metres this today? Was, this was his explanation. The rail was out five metres because some of the bigger races throughout the spring are back. And, well, they, and they wanted to look after the ground. Yeah, they wanted to look after that ground. So they didn't want to go to true nice and early. But the problem is being out five metres, you've got nowhere to go now. So if you move it back five metres, of course, that part of the track is going to be compacted. Correct. With the racing on it from the other day. Mickey Gannon? Just incredible. Absolutely incredible, Jay. I think the most interesting part is why wasn't it starting in the in the true position? You, you, I, I guess you're going to say that maybe the inside wasn't as good as they'd like it to be off the renovation. Now they turn up there, and all I keep hearing from several sources is they've watered the inside. Yeah, I is heard that too. Is it an overreaction too. to what we saw? Yeah, is it an overreaction? Like Because we see it a lot. You know, yeah. The track managers overreact and say, we don't want to see a leader bias this time. What do we get now? But oh, it's it's a debacle. And tell you why it's a debacle. We're in a we're in a position in the game. We are struggling to increase turnover, and this will just plummet turnover. Thank you. It'll be awful. Yep. That's exactly the point we made to Scoob. We got to get the figures now um, from last week's meeting at Flemington, was it? Yeah. Um, to what's going to happen today, right? So that's your job. I've got a week off, so you've got to do well, that and work out what the um, the turnover is. Because this is what no one wants to bet there no. today. And if you're, what you're saying is true, Mick, how the hell do you just water the first five metres of a track? Yeah. It makes oh, no well, sense. The problem is we can't we, – 
we might have egg on our face at the moment because this is what we're just hearing and yeah. there's some experienced if, track walkers that are telling us, us this information. But the problem is it could it could play perfectly today. But the, the, the issue that they have after the disaster of last meeting, when you've got the number one form analyst tipster in the game, David Taggart walk into the room saying he can't have a bed at Mooney Valley today. That's a massive problem. Yep. Now, because, how, yeah. Like how um, – How's Helix going to win then? How's Omni Man going to win? These horses are going to be right up on pace. Yeah. They're they're in the market. How are they going to win then? Because the track will be against them, if that's the case. So on that on that tags, my my thinking on um, leaders is leaders okay if they can get if they're out in front running and they can get to that ground. But leaders back rails 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 complete disaster. So it'd be really interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, it's just so hard for a jockey to get it into his head that you're a natural leader, you're on fresh ground. But, hey, let's go five metres off. Yeah, that's a great point. And exactly. My mail is, is that, like, lanes two and three are okay, but once you get outside of those lanes, it's like quicksand. Well, that's what we're saying. How can it be compacted ground? Yeah. I, I get what he's saying, but all my life was always trying to get on the fresh stuff. Maybe the Valley just needs to pack up shop now and, and start with their reconstruction and put in new track in because it's, they've been trying to do this for such a long time. And it's such a, it's, it's old as you these days. Mm. If that, he gets it track. wrong today, there's Jesus gonna. And Marty Sines done his Achilles. So he's out of business at the moment. So I feel for. He, he can still talk, the can't he? he? can, but he, he can't, he can't walk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the, 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 the situation there, but I hope. Well, he still Mo- can dictate and give orders. I, can't he? Yeah. I hope for Mooney Valley's sake that it does play well because it will be mm. a, a PR disaster if it doesn't. Um, and it's been an interesting week with Racing Victoria of late as well, Fags. Regarding what? Just just general life, basically. Oh, okay. With um, oh. with what happened over the, the the last couple of all the last week with uh, Andrew Jones trying to explain oh. Big Bash yeah. Racing yeah, and that. Please. Um, nine thirteen. Gareth Hall, Mickey Gunn, and David Taggart with you. We might take our first break, and then we'll come back and we'll analyze some of the markets. We'll analyse some stats and we'll get the little fella's tips. I guess you're not. Uh, well, I'm not betting it. I'll go home now. No, you've you got to stay here because you paid the big bucks and Mickey Gannon's oh, okay. ready to go as well. Don't go anywhere. This is winners things to pickle bet and kill more Toyota. Ready when you are, killmoretoyota.com.au. Welcome back to Winners. Thanks to Picklebet, Kilmore Toyota. Ready when you are, kilmoretoyota.com.au. 0499736736 to join the conversation. Plenty of great prizes to give away. Let's have a look at the Sydney meeting first of all, because Tags and Mickey not too keen on the Valley meeting today. But we'll get to the Valley meeting. There's still winners to be found, especially if we can try and work out how this track is playing. First question, however, coming through on the text message. Hey, Gareth. Scoobars tags to get those numbers of turnover at Mooney today and tags has already palmed the job off to you within 10 minutes. He's good, the little master. He's really good. Yes, 100%. (laughs) He's put the responsibility onto me. No, well, I am having a week off. So what are we looking forward to today, Mickey Gannon, from a statistical point of view? We'll go through the markets in just a minute, but what are we looking for with this track at Rose Hill on a good surface with the rail out three metres? Yeah, look, it's really fine weather up here again today, G. Penetrometer's 4.85 basically means it's a rock-solid surface there. It's going to be pretty tough to make up ground from 11, 1,200 metres. So be very, very careful how we bet there. J-Max, a jockey that obviously rides this uh, track better than anyone. He's probably the best rider in in the country, no doubt. But he was 23.5% strike rate at Rose Hill compared to 21% career. So 
does perform his best. Another one that fires up uh, at Rose Hill is Amy McLucas, 15% uh, strike rate at Rose Hill, G, and uh, averages around 10. So when she gets to Rose Hill, she fires, mate. You like backing on on paces there, tags at Rose Hill? Just try and find the winner, mate. That's a very Doesn't good matter where point, they race. Mate. Now, they tell us Calibus is a good thing. Could have got around $2, 210 there yesterday. It's already... Impressive. Yeah, odds on. Mm. Should we, we should take... Well, it might start shorter than what we're seeing at the moment at $1.95, looking at the trends with the market. Uh, the little pump has kept safe at three eighty, but Waller believes this might be a Guinea's horse tags. Yeah, he's in is the he, red. He's a buck ninety five. Is he a good yeah. thing? Uh, he's a million dollar colt, wasn't he? Yeah. The sales. Uh, I saw him in the yard before he won the other day, and geez, he, I tell you what, he looks all all worth that million dollars, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you think he wins, don't you? Yeah. The little pump will lead. There's going to be good pace on. He'll have last crack. What are you thinking, Mickey? What price should we take for Calibus? I'll take Cabulous for half a dollar sixty, mate. I think yep. it comes to a good thing of the day. Uh, just the class horse comes out of the, you know, they're the four minds you want. Little pump will roll forward, but Cabulous is clearly the horse to beat, mate. Yeah, looking forward to that. Race number two, of course, is the midway. Always difficult races to work out. Do you have an opinion here, Tags? Looking at the market, straight ace has kept safe. It's had some backing this morning. Um, super friendships around nine fifty. Yeah, Dimaggio. What about Dimaggio? Tough gate, however. Seven dollars kept yeah. safe, and then Dreamer Deal around three ninety. Oh, you get about four sixty with most shops. Dimaggio won't be hitting a home run today. Uh, uh, I don't mind Super Friendship number one. Yeah, one the, yeah. Uh, forget about it, that he went around the other day. What are you thinking here, Mick? Super keen straight ace G. It's been really well backed. It's mm. around the four dollars eighty mark yesterday. It's been smashed into about three dollars seventy. I think it's going to start closer to three dollars favorite. Yeah, um and it is drawn absolute treat. Barry and Iron last start behind King of Naples made up really good ground. Are you are you worried that yeah. he, he won't get the trip? The fifteen hundred? Oh, he's vulnerable. That's where he's no, vulnerable. Yeah, no, no real concerns, especially given that he's drawn barrier three. I'd suggest tags um, probably two pairs back the rail for the soft run mm. and uh, grow wings late. But yeah, look, that that is the minor concern, mate. Yeah. Can you take a $1.80 wine class bay in race number three? It's odds on with most of the shops. It's a $1.90 and the clear favourite there with pickle bet. Um, smallish field will help its cause tags. Barrier seven, McDonald Rides, your thoughts there with his odds on favourite? Yeah, odds on. Um yeah, number five, Wine Glass Bay is your short price favourite after a huge run second up and gets the blinkers on for this. Uh, this looks a bit easier on paper as a few of these come out of the ordinary Tazarel race, which yeah, yeah. Um, Bag and JJ's horse, which, yeah. you know, is one to do. That's a good and they point. do drop in grade too. So uh, in all seriousness, Bazooka and number four, Silent Agenda, are the two horses that can push his favourite, I thought. Okay. The two and the four. What price do you reckon this favourite starts, Mickey G? Oh, it's really intriguing because... You know, I think it's going to start short up, but I can't work out why. I, mm. They just keep they keep coming for it. I, I I think it's a really plain horse. I think it's a plain race, and I, I'm with tags. I think Bazooka's the bet. Clearly, the bet mm. here yeah. Com, comes out of a much stronger race. Pretty luckless last start, and yeah. I think it's really well suited out to the 1800 meters. It gets three kilo came. Amy McLucas. Correct. We talked about her before. She rides well. Barrier three does mm. no work and. It's been well backed as well. I think it was about ten dollars earlier. It's just a great, you know, if, if you're this way inclined, it's a sort of a great two by three play because you're still getting a decent price to place. Amy Mick Lucas, as you pointed out, um, one of the best strike rate jockeys at the moment in the zone there, especially for Rose Hill. So good push for Basuka. 
you're a specialist with these highways. Race four on the program. Iron Wheels had good backing this morning. Number eight. Number eight. You're keen on the eight tags. Yes, which is tags, of course. <laughs> is that named after you? Nah, it's spelled wrong. Um, spelled the way you spell it. D-I-C-K-H-E-A-D. No, it's spelled right. He's walking off. Hey, um, who, I'll tell you what, though, G, I'm yeah. very keen on one here. It's been off the map. $21 into $14. I think indicative is a really good bet here. Was pretty good last start. Tipped out for a 14-week spell. It's come back huge in a recent trial beating Fender, who came out and ran in the Group 2 Missile States. was flogged, but um, you know you would expect as such. But indicative, get Damien McLucas here again. Barrier is no real concern because it's going to go forward and just go straight to the front. It's $21 into 14. It's still a great bet. I think it's uh, definitely worth a dollar, dollar or two each way, mate. Yeah, as you say, draw's bad. It does only come in with the one trial, though, under its belt, which I'm not a big fan of. Uh, when I'm saying tags, oh, he actually was all right the he other was, day. He was. Um, he had a yeah. tw- he had twelve months off nearly, and and the thing is, he'll get back though. He's going to get yeah. back in the run. Let's have a look at race number five. This is the race that everybody's been talking about this morning because of the extremely lucky. Yeah, yeah it's Wins. out. Oh, well, I, I was at a function with the Mildura Sen supporters there. The clients they they flew in from uh, Mildura yesterday. We had a bit of a function. Myself and Adam Cooney went there and we were having a chat to the team and they were asking for a few winners. And I just said, we're extremely lucky. We'll just win. I think that they'll scratch a let here. J.A. Mack will ride and mm. um, get on right now. And then I wake up this morning and Alentia is still in and extremely lucky scratch. And Alentia, she'll probably start close to $2, $1.95, reading the market now. And I, the punters love a story like this. I will scratch the other one. Mack is riding this. Yeah. He's talking the other one down all week. Um, and they, they'll read into it what they like, but usually they, 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 they like this type of narrative and they just jump in to tell their mates, Mickey Gannon. So she might start in the red here. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. She's been crunched, absolutely crunched Already this morning. And it, yeah. It, yeah. it won't stop. She'll yeah. start a dollar eighty. I'd suggest she's clearly the best horse in the race. 1200 meters Rose Hill is a massive negative, but I think she's just got that much on them. Yeah. Um, these these horses just aren't. I just you know what we're we talking here eight field eight horse race something like that, and you'll be within two lengths of the home turn, and she'll put them away. Well, I've ta- I've backed her already. Plus, I've taken her in a double with Cabalus in the first, and taken yep. her with Tis Invincible, which at Rose Hill, which is one of my best there. Who's getting out in the market too? Yeah, we might hear what Andrew Bot has to say about Veronelli here, which. Of course, is the horse owned by First Light Racing. Timmy Wilson gave his horse a bit of a push there on the weekend preview as well. But here's Adrian Bott about Veronelli. Look, he's usually one that improves off his first up run, but I feel he's in good shape. He's been very pleased with his most recent trials. Um, yeah, I think he's only going to continue to improve throughout the campaign. And probably as he gets out that little bit further, sort of the 14, sort of where he can be most effective. I think he'll, I think he'll run well, but um, some good improvement to come. So... Maybe he could be a Quinella trifecta horse. It looks like that he does get better with the run, Veronelli, but he could be a horse that um, he could be a horse that could fire first up today, Mickey. Yeah, no, not one of mine. I, I agree with Adrian there. I think later down the preparation, yeah, yeah. is probably probably the best uh, best advice I can give there. But you know, twelve hundred meters, Rose Hill, roll forward. But just I think Alentia is just going to be too classy. It'd be interesting to see what J Mac does. You know, tags. 
you've got the, you're on the best horse here, but you are first up. What are your thoughts from that widest barrier? Do you just sit there and, and smoke the pipe and then let her go, or do you get aggressive early? What are your thoughts there? Well, she's raced on the pace for most of her, her time. There's only eight runners. You mm. think Vanelli will lead uh, as typical of Waterhouses, uh, but you just got he's got to do his form and he's got to uh, judge the pace. See, Ashman will also go forward, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, Ashman will go forward. Brunelli, Diamond Dealer will go forward as well. Yeah, so he'll have to try and slide in just in behind him. He could be three deep with cover. He could yeah. be three wide. With, I think he just yeah. ride her like the best and best ride her like the best race. Horse, yeah. yeah, three wide without cover, you can still dictate the race, and she'll still be not a good. good. You still like to have cover though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially first up, she could be vulnerable late. Let's have a look at race number six. This is an interesting race as well. With pickle bet, you get three dollars with. Uh, for cool die. Now I had a chat to Sterling Alexio on Giddy Up yesterday morning, and I think that she is one of the better bets as well because they've got big plans for her, and the plans that they have for her, she needs to be winning this first up. She's only had the one trial, which I know you're against tags. Mm-hmm. But Gerald does that though. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think she'll be forward enough. This daughter of Frankel, um, for mine, she's the the one to beat. Should we take the three dollars now, Mickey? You can get maybe you can you wait. She's She's sort of been – with some shops, she can get $4 with her. She's as low as $3 with Picklebet today. So there's some good money for her today with Picklebet. Yeah, I think the boys at Picklebet are all over it. I can't believe the price. that you Take take whatever you can get there because the concern of the one trial is relative to stable and relative to horse. And uh, she, last preparation, came back off one trial at Kensington and absolutely blew them away. Yeah. So. It's, it works well for her, and I think the four dollars are stupid. I've got a mark close to two dollars eighty. I think she's a bet every day of the week. I think she's the only horse out of this race that can go on to bigger and better things. And again, we were on last start, but this is tougher. Fear not, just a back mark. I just can't wait to see that horse at Flemington. I, I think mm-hmm. that she'll she's got a good race in her, but Rose Hill's not her setup. Tags. All right, so cool dies. You, you mentioned one trial and one. It was only a maiden though. Yeah. Right at, at one, you can get away with it, but once you're getting up into into higher class races, you need to be ready yeah, to go. Look at Banana Queen of his two weeks ago, backed Too off hard. the backed off the map. Yeah. Couldn't have put enough on it at three hundred and it blew out. Yeah. Okay. It uh, did travel too hard that day, however. It doesn't it was matter. On the but it's because it's had one try. A bit fresh. fresh. I, yeah. They, I'm not saying they they can't win. They they do win, but more often than not, they get beat, and that's why I'm with Belarus. Yeah. Top weight. So good push there for Belarus, and you got to stick by your theories. Like backing horses on to boo over twelve hundred meters is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. They might win, but eight percent of the time—that's the only time Correct. that they do. As, win. as I said, they they, they can still yeah. win, but you watch them; it's lesser grade races. Yeah. yeah, Mickey, we might just take the news because we want to have a chat about the the race of the day or the clash of the day for mine coming up next mm. in race number seven at Rose Hill, where the Boom Queenslander Freedom Rally takes on. Uh, Schultz and Lane, have they got big raps on this galloper for Kiramar and David Eustace, the former European galloper. This is winners thanks to Picklebet, Kilmore, Toyota, 0499736736 to join our conversation. We'll come back with plenty more straight after this. You want some breaking news? Welcome back to winners. This is... I, I was notified about this story last night, and now it's been updated by the Scott Brunton camp, and it's a fascinating story. Scott Brunton trains one of my favourite horses, the Inevitable. Yeah, the little pocket rocket. Yeah, they reckon he might be here for the Memsey. This is their stable update. This is an important update. 
Friday morning, we had an appointment at court via video link concerning the tax problems we have been experiencing at Brunton Racing. Scott received notification of the court appearance 30 minutes before close of business on Thursday afternoon. This update is to let all owners know the outcome before it becomes public knowledge. Brunton Racing Administration team, along with their accountants, put forward a proposal to pay $4,000 a week over the next five years to the ATO. Along with this proposal, a lot of work has been completed over the past months, lodging outstanding forms not submitted from previous years. It was a strong proposal and both the administration team and the accounting firm were confident wow. that will be that it would be accepted by the ATO as a way of moving forward. We were led to believe that businesses which were paying their way forward and were financially viable would not be closed. This proposal, however, was rejected. And as a result, Brunton Racing has been placed into liquidation. We are stunned as to the logic behind the decision, but we must move forward and your best interests in mind. Racing this Sunday will go ahead as normal for those horses that have been nominated and accepted. It is now proposed that all horses will race under the banner of Keys and Brunton. Obviously, Tegan, which is Scott's partner, will be nominated as a head trainer and Scott will be noted as a stable foreman. You can expect the same high standards as we achieved over the past years and look forward to future success with all of our team firmly on board. We have the best training facilities and our training results speak for themselves. There will be no change to the training regime and your horses will still be top priority for the stable. Please feel free to contact me if you feel this change will impact your decision to stick with the team going forward. Cheers from Dave, which is the racing manager. Million dollars, yes. Or something like that. Over five years, 4000 a week. Yeah. Work that out. Yeah, up to 100000 Yeah. Um, so it can be difficult for it, like... Scotty Brunton's such a great trainer. Obviously, he's not a very good bookkeeper, and he's let the tax get out of control. That's the problem, right? They, it's when you're a horse trainer. It's you, a multi-million you that, dollar you, business. You forget that it's a business, right? Yeah, 100%. You're just not training horses. That you've, that's that's why it's so hard. You've got so many trainers. Robbie Lang got in trouble, of course. They're, they're trainers, but they're not business no. orientated. He's got he's got he's got a manager in place now, and he sort of was the manager who was trying to pick up the pieces where the, the mess that Scotty got into. So it's called and, Scott Brunton racing. Yeah, all right. I that's like gone Scotty. bankrupt. Then you just go keys Brunton racing yeah. and change the name and go, all right, play on. Yeah. I like Scotty. I think he's a colorful character and he's a very good trainer. Yeah. Great bloke. So it'd be interesting to see what happens now, but there you go. Very likable, yeah. Scotty. Very likable. Um, so the taxation office payment plan said, no, no, um, move on. Anyway, we'll move on. Freedom rally into a dot. This has been some go. Um, Mickey Gannon, this Queenslander. In fact, let's hear from Tony Golan, first of all, with Freedom Rally, who's been well supported here this morning to take out this race at Rose Hill. Pretty nice nice race for him for his first trip away. He, he's drawn well. He, he should obtain a, a really good run in transit. And we get to see, I guess, whether he measures up to this grade or he doesn't. I, I think he's a really nice horse. He's still not the finished product yet, but this is a this is the perfect style race to take him away for. Mickey Gannon, does he just win? I'm with Charlton Lane here. I think that this horse, I think you take the price now. He'll firm in as they get closer to this race. Um, he gets a far better gate today. And I think he's the real deal, Charlton Lane. Your thoughts? Intriguing, intriguing race, G. I, I think just start on Charlton Lane. My concerns here are 1,500 back to 1,400 and the map where it gets to. I think it's going to be giving Freedom uh, Rally two lengths head start and I don't think whilst it's Charlton Lane's a progressive galloper and has an abundance of upside I don't think uh, it can give Freedom Rally two lengths start I think Freedom Rally is a uh, definitely a group 
maybe listed Group 3 Galloper in the making, at, at least, and uh, gets Matt Favors. I think the money has come for it. I can tell you the money has come for it quite heavily. And I think it's a horse to beat. I, you know, I think for eighty five is probably a little bit short, but I think it probably get $2 late as the uh, as the gap closes between it and Charlton Lane, but Freedom Rally on top for me, Tags. Before I go to you, Tags, let's hear from Kieran Ma with Charlton Lane because Kieran Ma, out of all of their horses across the weekend, including Tis Invincible in the Rosebud, made this horse his best for the weekend. Sectionals were very good. Uh, his last 600, his first up run, and just, he was just a bit off. Might have been a combination of things, second run, but uh rolled up really sharp. Jason said that that's how he felt first up. And um, yeah, I'd be I'd be confident again from a good draw. Tags? I think it's a two-horse race. Yeah, thanks, okay. mate. Uh, pretty obvious. I've got those yep. two horses in the quaddy. Uh, Tongue tie goes on of you. course, Chorton Lane. <laughs> right? Which indicates to me... Breathing? He might have got his tongue back the other day because he was a bit plain. They backed him for a fortune first up, remember? Yeah. Got the money there and looked like a handy horse. Uh, then failed the other day. I know he ran fourth. That was my fault. I interviewed Kiramon. I kicked myself. I had in my notes and I was meant to ask him about the tongue tie, that very question. That's my job and I let everybody down. But um, I would imagine that's a problem. In fact, that's why I'll text Eustace now and like, see what he has to like say. He got beaten 1.8 behind yeah. Kangaroo Court, right? Kangaroo Court ran in the Forbes Cup the other day and was ordinary. Uh, so I'm not sure about that form line, but he big concern tags that that kangaroo court form line. It should have yeah, should have put them away in that Forbes. But he was, yeah, that was I should have laid him. Concern. He was too short. I should have laid no, him. No, but yeah, that morning we were we were debating like he's the best horse in the race, but the map's horrible with the rail where it was at Rose Hill, and he like you have to be winks to win from where he was going to be, Mickey G. Yeah, that's exactly what we said. We were against him. We were happy yep. to lay him and. I agree. What I will say is, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm probably the biggest, biggest fan of Mar and Eustace, but a lot of what a lot of trainers do is to appease owners is they'll say, oh, yeah, we'll shut the tongue tie on because, you know, there was an issue there. They should just not be too quick to assume that there was, there was, you know, an issue with the tongue there. Yeah. Usually it's the jock that says something. So usually Colette might have got off it and, uh, yeah, and says something. So they whack a tongue tie on. All right, then. So are you with the Queenslander or Charlton Lane? The Queenslander. Okay. Oh, money out there. Let's have a look at the Rosebud. This is the feature. Now, Tis Invincible, what price do you think she'll start? She's You're probably shopping around, like, you can get $3. Pickle bet she's around two ninety. Mm. She's as low as two seventy with some shops. Just two sixty out to two ninety. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's out like last week's pay, and I'll tell you why. I'm against Tis Invincible today oh, yeah. for a number of reasons. Firstly, late nomination. Yeah, um, correct. This race, this race wasn't uh, on the cards. Going to be three pairs back, or basically last the rails. Uh, Eleven hundred meters rails is great, but how fast do they go? So you've got some, you won't say team riding, but you've got the instructor going forward. You've got introducing going forward to lead them up. Both Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bot train gallopers. I don't think the instructor is going to be at its peak. I think introducing will be closer to its peak. It's just probably the lesser of the two horses. Um, but as far as fitness goes, I'm with introducing because I think it's just going to be out in front rolling along and it'll be really hard to catch over the 1100. Yeah. Can you, I don't think you can read too much into that late norm. I think the trial and they might have changed. It's them. still ready to go. It's had yeah. two trials yeah. under its belt, still look ready to go. It's my best of the day. It is invincible. Yeah. yeah. So the, I think the thing is like the narrative here is though, guys, like 
Tears Invincible is the best horse. I, I completely would agree with that. I'd agree with that statement. I think the instructor is probably the second best horse, and if you think the third best horse, but which which horse is set to peak today? Do you really think that Tears Invincible? We're going to see the best version of Tears Invincible and the instructor well, the instructor here first up. Let's listen to what Kira Ma had to say about Tears Invincible because it was interesting listening to him. In fact, just take note what he says. Like he sort of deflects pretty quickly from her and goes straight mm. to Griff here. Here's what mm. Kieran had to say on Thursday on Stable Mail and giddy up. Uh, yeah, Griff, she's invincible. Very, very good filly. Um, but I think um, Griff will be a, he's a big price and and uh, I think he's improved a lot. He was a very immature horse last time around. And, uh, but yeah, it is invincible class there. Listening to mm. that, I want to be on Griff to tell you the truth. Takes named after the owner, yes, yep. Griffiths. Yes. Um, so why are you backing Tis Invincible? I just thought it was the best horse in the yep. race. It's uh, well, that's a start. Like it was back for fortune <laughs> in the black opal. Had yep. no, like, geez, it was, wasn't yeah. Mickey D's one of his best. <laughs> just ask Johnny O'Neill. <laughs> right. Um, and then like it, it then it's run, it's Second in the Percy Sykes. It, like, it hasn't been on good ground. No. Does look ready to go. J-Mac rides. That's I, important. Barrier one. Yeah. Good I ground just, for I an Ivan Invincible. Yeah. Like, Waller's got runners in the race as well, but he rides it. So, uh, but Waller's horse has got 55. He's probably not riding that way at the moment. But uh, I just thought it was the best horse yep. in the race. I know it's a late just nomination. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Just on Griff G. Um it, it ran a huge career peak last start for that win at Warwick Farm. And it's been, um, gee, I'll tell you what, there's been some support for it as well. So yeah. I can understand I can understand why it's in the market. So if, if you want to be playing exotics, you've got to have Griff in there. Mm. I'd rather have five each one on Griff than $10 the win on Tis Invincible today at Rose Hill. And the, so which one are you with, Mick, just before we... Um, have a look yeah, I'm night. just going to have something smaller than introducing. Nothing big. It's, yep. it's a really waiting. It's a race that we can learn, learn a lot from oh, moving forward. Correct. A lot from. Yeah, correct. Pericles, like tough gate, trial like a jet. Um, but Jesus, been it's been another one that's been well supported this morning. Mickey Gaddon. Scoop's best. Is it? Yeah. Absolutely smashed into two dollars yeah. thirty. It'll start closer to two dollars, and I'll be happy to lay it. Okay. Oy. It's about two thirty with pickle bet. Yeah. So that's the story there with Pericles. Quick tags. Who do you like here? Well, Scoob reckons that uh, it'll win. He doesn't reckon he'll get the 2,000. My quality numbers were 2, 7, 9, and 15. So right. uh, I thought Mission Phoenix, the 7, was the interesting runner. Draws well, has had two soft trials uh, for this first up run and looks over the odds, I thought, the uh, the 7. All right. Matt, Mick, what do you reckon of Mission Phoenix? Yeah, big chance. Um, just the new, with the new stable, Joey Pride first up was my bit of a concern. I thought it's probably the kind of horse that will improve as it goes, but I'm with Clint of Silver and I'm saving perfect thought. I think we can get Pericles beaten. Let's mm. take a break. We'll come back and wrap up our best there at Rose Hill on this Saturday. This is winners thanks to Kilmore Toyota and Picklebet. Gareth Hall with you, David Taggart, Mickey Gaddon. This is winners thanks to Kilmore Toyota and pickle bet 0499736736 to join our conversation. Final event, Casablanca. It's been well supported. Todd's on with most shops as well. It's about $2 there with pickle bet, Mickey Gannon. I'd be taking this horse on, but the only problem is which horse do you take it on with? It's so hard, isn't it, G? So Casablanca, never been 1,100 metres, especially Rose Hill. That's a really unique track, really unique setup. 
I'm happy to be against, but the money has sort of been pretty steady. I thought uh, Troach was probably a horse that we could bet into. You're yeah. getting a decent price. What are you getting with Pickle Bet there, Jake? Uh, $10, $4, top two. Wide gate the other day. Omni Man's race just went too quick for it. Couldn't get into the contest. Softer draw well, today. Yeah. yeah, Timmy Clark rides. Yeah, I agree came down with as you. well. Yeah. I like came down at the start. Smashing Eagles, the horse that's been well supported as well. Sterling Alexio said that just be careful. And I mentioned this to him. It was a black booker at Ramwick, but it's a different ball game here at Rose Hill. 1,100 metres for a horse that gets back. So it might have been a black book of tags at Ramwick, and it should have probably won the other day behind Moco Magic. But different different, different game today with it. So who are you tipping here? Um, I wouldn't be worried about, too concerned about the 1,100 with Garza Blanca. Yeah. Um, like, he, he gets a strong six furlongs. Yeah. Uh, and he draws soft, so he'll just be in behind him. I just thought the danger was the topic, her royale. Yeah. Uh, she was great the other day. In an eighty-eight, and she drops into 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 class, uh, drops a classy into a seventy-eight. So, uh, mm, I think she's uh, the one that can try and knock off Garza right, Blanca. Then. What's your best today, Rose? Not... Sorry, Mickey. So sorry, Dave. Yeah, my concern with Garza Blanca is they'll be too fast for it yeah. over eleven hundred meters. It'd be really nippy. But we'll see how we go. Well, broke the track record of Cranbourne over twelve. Yeah, that 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 day you're on roller skates. That, yeah. yeah, they were flying that day. I know. Yeah, yeah. I could have ran. I could have beat Usain Bolt's time that day at Cranbourne. That's how <laughs> that quick that track was. You could have actually went 10 seconds flat. Mm, and that's yeah, saying something much. with you wobbling yeah. down that straight at Cranbourne. Now, what, you gentlemen, you want our best. I'm worried yeah. now. It was Tis Invincible. We talked him out of it. Eh? No, it's still, I've got oh, to no. stick fat. Tis Invincible. So yeah. I've tipped it. No, I'm sticking fat with it. What about at Mooney Valley? You got one for us. Oh, you, you said Helix. You're trying to back Helix oh, off maybe air, Helix then. in the last. But, yeah. mate, who knows? I've, I can't bet there with confidence. Yep. Hey, Tags, we can watch, listen to you in the afternoon. We can watch you too on social media. You've got... Who's Cam, you? Luke, and I reckon Miles is in too as well. Yep. Cam goes, oh, it's only us two. And I said, oh, I'm pretty sure Miles said he no. was in. Yeah, Miles is bleeding from both nostrils of late. Yeah, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> he, he looked like uh, um, Hannibal Lecter yeah, the other he day. Yeah, did, yeah. Um, anyway. Hey, we wish, he's a tough man, Miles. Good on you, Tags. All right, I'll see Love you later this. when I come in back into work. And Mick, you have a great day too. Thanks, Tags. to you too, buddy. There's the captain. We'll take a break. We'll have a look at the valley. Oh, what's your best in Sydney, Mickey G? Oh, so many. I'm so keen. Cabulous, straight acer, and I think uh, Freedom Racer. Sorry, Freedom Rally will get the job done as well, Jack. All right, then. Um, Calibus in the first? Yep. Yeah. You mentioned that, didn't you? Cabulous, yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Bazooka. Bazooka. You're a bazooka. 9.52, we'll take a break. We'll come back with a look at Mooney Valley straight after this. Well, it's been-